Hello, welcome to Industry Reactions. Industry Reactions is a weekly briefing on industry events, changes, and future trends that impact your business. We're your hosts, Rick Honer and Mark Friedel from Kempoint. You can find Industry Reactions on YouTube, LinkedIn, and as a podcast. For those watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button, ring that notification bell, and smash that like button. We plan on discussing issues that impact the global industry and help you uncover new opportunities. We hope this will provide market intelligence that will keep you ahead of changing conditions. All right, and our first story today is about the improving economy. April PMI data from IHS Market indicated a robust improvement in the health of the U.S. manufacturing sector and the steepest since data collection began in May of 2007. Overall growth was supported by quicker expansions in output and new orders, with the latter rising at the sharpest pace since April of 2010. The headline index was also pushed higher by unprecedented supplier delivery delays, ordinarily a sign of improvement in operating conditions. Raw margin shortages, raw material shortages also led to the fastest rise in cost burden since July of 2008, when we all remember prices were going up fairly significantly then, with firms seeking to pass on supplier price hikes through marked upticks in output charges. Meanwhile, business confidence moderated amid concerns regarding supply chain disruptions and strains on future production capacity. The PMI posted 60.5 in April, up from 59.1 in March. Contributing to the greater headline figure was a sharp and faster upturn in production across the manufacturing sector. Output growth was commonly linked to a stronger rise in new orders, although some companies continued to highlight pressure on capacity following raw material shortages. Yeah, I think that's a story. I love seeing that PMI up as high as it is. I mean, that's a strong indicator for this whole industry. I do think the uh, the uh, lack of material on the shelves is going to be a continuing story as we go through probably throughout this whole year. Yeah, for sure. Great story to see about see um, economy improving. Um, a little bit of a mixed message here with our next story, Rick. Yeah, so in the next story is about uh, the jobs report. So hiring in the U.S. unexpectedly slowed in April. It's a sign that the nation's recovery from the pandemic still faces challenges as many businesses struggle to find workers or remain cautious about the economic outlook. U.S. employers added a modest 266,000 jobs in April. A Friday report by the Labor Department showed far short of the 1 million that economists had forecasted and the weakest monthly gain since January. The deceleration came after payrolls rose a downwardly revised 770,000 in March and left total employment down by 8.2 million from its pre-pandemic level. The unemployment rate ticked up to 6.1% in April from 6% a month earlier partially reflecting an increase in people entering the workforce. Uh, moving on to rail car traffic uh, for the week ending May 1st uh, in North America, we saw an increase of 9.4% year over year. And this is based on strong volumes throughout the region. Uh, while volumes were down 4% from the previous week, um, so the data 
for the year uh, to date, chemical rail car traffic in North America was up 0.3% for 2020 and down 0.4% from 2019. No surprise that the year-over-year -year number for the first week of May or the end of April was very strong as we remember what we were going through last year at this time. All right, and then to crude, the number of drilling rigs operating nationally rose this week as crude prices hovered around 65 bucks a barrel. Drillers added eight rigs, bringing the nation's count to 448, according to oil field services company Baker Hughes and research firm en Enberus, which provide the weekly tally. A year ago, there were 374 rigs operating nationally as the global pandemic crushed crude demand and sent prices tumbling. All right, moving on to new product introductions and other company announcements. Amaris has signed an agreement with Ingredion for the exclusive licensing of Amaris zero-calorie nature-based fermented Reb-M sweetener. Via its Pure Circle subsidiary, Ingredion will become the exclusive global business-to-business -business commercialization partner for Amaris's sugar reduction technology that includes fermented Reb-M. The transaction value is estimated to be 100 million US dollars. This includes 75 million for the exclusive license to sell and market Reb-M from fermentation, plus a contribution for participation in the Brazil manufacturing joint venture. Additionally, Amaris will earn a profit share for, from Reb-M sales. Sounds like a sweet deal. Sweet deal. Yeah, Gridion's definitely becoming a powerhouse when it comes to Stevia. The, the recent acquisition of Pure Circle and now this agreement really puts them at the, the head of the Stevia game. All right, and another familiar name, Crota International is undertaking a strategic review of its performance technologies and industrial chemical businesses with an eye to possibly selling them. The British firm has been shifting its focus to life sciences and consumer markets. The businesses under review had a combined sales of about $650 million last year, about a third of Crota's total sales. They produce materials including polymer and lubricant additives at its sites in Europe, the US, and Asia. All right. Just as the Northern Hemisphere is gearing up for summer, a shortage of the water treatment chemical known as trichlor threatens to rain on the pool parties. Yes, we've seen a lot of raw material shortages and product shortages, but this one actually goes back a little bit fur further. Um, it is a popular choice for, trichlor is a popular choice for backyard pools because it is easy to use. But a fire last summer at a biolab trichlor factory in Westlake, Louisiana is already causing shortages and price hikes. And the problem is likely to get worse in the coming months. U.S. homeowners will build about 110,000 pools in 2021. Man, that seems like a lot. There is an increase of more than 20% from construction last year. Trichlor prices are already 37% higher than they were this time last year, an increase that could reach as high as 60% in the summer. So now we're moving into mergers and acquisitions. Did you have any comments on uh, the trichlor? I was just gonna say, yeah, I, uh, I guess I'm just gonna stick with the inflatable kiddie pool this summer again. Unfortunately, <laughs> sounds like a good plan. 
All right, so Arkema finalizes the divestment of its PMMA business to Trinzio, maker of plastic, synthetic rubber, and latex binders. The company says the move is in line with the company's goal to become a pure specialty materials player by 2024. Following the announcement made on December 14th, teams from Arkema and Trinzio have carried out all the steps leading to the closing of the transaction, according to the company. So yeah, Mark, just like the uh, Crota announcement, uh, Arkema looking to uh, be a specialties player only. Yeah, seems like it's the trend these days, especially for a lot of these Western producers. Everyone's diversifying into more specialized, higher value products and applications. All right, and our final story, um, going back to the food industry, Cargill has acquired Lehman Decoration Group, a cake decoration supplier across the bakery sector, including the artisanal, small industrial, and home baking segments and food service sectors. Currently, Cargill is the second largest chocolate company globally and serves the gourmet market with its Veliche Gourmet, Smet, Venova, and now Lehman Decorations brands. The acquisition significantly broadens Cargill's offerings in the decoration space, enabling the company's cocoa and chocolate business to better serve gourmet customers in Europe and worldwide. Cargill's move to acquire Lehman Decoration is the latest in a series of steps to extend its presence and product line in the gourmet space. Guess that's another example of a company and a business going further downstream into the specialty space. Yeah, trying to get closer to the end uh, end consumer. All right, that's it for this week's edition of Industry Reactions. We will return next week with a fresh batch of industry reactions. And until then, stay safe. Take care.